Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, guys? It's KBR Sports, the best sports podcast of your 24-hour day. Just wanted to obviously jump onto the podcast and appreciate everybody tuning into the podcast today. Obviously, we got a good amount of things to talk about for the podcast. I don't want to make it a too long of a podcast, obviously. Uh, I never like to go on for too long just because I know some people like the longer podcast. Some people don't. But um, if let me know what you guys think. If you guys like longer podcasts with way more content put in there just for more information and more takes in there and opinions on things for you guys to tune into let me know what you think i definitely would like to get you all's opinions on those kind of things i'm always interested to know what you guys think and what you guys want to hear on the podcast and what kind of what kind of feedback you guys have in regards to that so give me your responses and your ideas on that whenever on, on the comments on the podcast but also make sure you guys follow and subscribe to the KBR Sports Podcast on Ravel TV, Spreaker, YouTube, iTunes, and SoundCloud. That way you're able to know when any new KBR Sports episode is posted, as well as following the KBR Sports Twitter page at KBR underscore sports, where different sports topics are tweeted about, and as well as following my own Twitter page at Abin Brendan, where I talk about all different kinds of sports things that go on like last night talking about NBA events that were happening and also don't forget to go check out my new my website brendanabbin.com my website has different blog posts on there my information about the podcast and just other stuff on there as well as my twitter feed and all that stuff on there so go check out brendanabbin.com where you'll find pretty cool content on there as well and make sure guys like i was saying earlier comment leave your opinions i always want to get your takes on different things that i talk about on the kbr sports podcast but yeah so I appreciate everybody tuning in and just wanted to jump into the podcast today because from what I what is on my mind the most after yesterday after Tuesday and Wednesday and events that took place on both days what's on my mind just thinking about a lot in regards to even just watching the NBA and seeing just how things are playing I mean I'm watching the teams like the Golden State Warriors and I'm watching Golden State and watching how they're preparing for the return of Boogie. And, I mean, the tear the Warriors have been on in the past few games has been unreal. I mean, this is when I, when I, the other day I was talking on the podcast and I was talking about the Patriots and I was talking about just one of those things where I just don't pick against them just because they just always have been that good and they're always normally that much better than anybody else that... Most times I'll just pick the Patriots because of the Patriots. And it's like most times that's the right pick because it's like until they're knocked off, then you, you have to you have to go with them. And when it comes to the Warriors, I kind of have the same way. But the Warriors are the Patriots just with more talent. Like the Warriors are the Patriots with all with like the best player in the world, the second best, the third. Like they have all that kind of talent on that team. Now, obviously, I think LeBron's the best player in the world, but I'm just saying that they have that kind of talent in regards to when we're looking at 
from top to bottom the roster itself. Whereas the Patriots, you might argue they don't always have the best talent. But I'm the Warriors to me, it's just like when they show up to play and you see the level that they can take their game to, you just realize there is a feasible gap between them and the next best team. Like it's not even close sometimes. Like I think it was like on Tuesday when they were going to Denver to play the Nuggets. And everybody, Denver, it was a game for the number one seed to see who could win that and win that seed and kind of take over reign of the Western Conference. And when we see how the game plays out, I mean, Golden State ends up winning 142 to 111. And it's not like the Nuggets didn't play a good game. I mean, it was just that the Warriors are that much better. In the first quarter, they scored 51 points. 51 points. Like, that's not supposed to happen. That is not supposed to happen. And the Nuggets, I mean, the Nuggets had a first quarter by every normal metric that you can measure. They had 38 points in the first quarter. Just that the Warriors are just that much better. They just turn on a switch that you just can't, like, understand. And then you see Steph Curry go on these little runs where Steph Curry will be unstoppable. Like, against the Pelicans, he dropped 41 points. And it's just... You just see it, and you're like, what the... And he, 11 of 22 from the field, 9 of 17 from the three-point line. Like, he... In the last few games, I mean, Steph Curry has hit over eight threes in each game. You know how hard that is to do? Over eight threes. And he's shooting over 50% from three. Over 50%. He hit 11 threes against Dallas. Nine threes in the Pelicans game. Like, I... It's one of those things that you sit there and you really have to realize this how lethal this team is. Like they're they're just such a good team, and I mean they're preparing for an All Star to return. I mean, from the, what we last saw of Boogie Cousins, I mean he was a bona fide All Star without a doubt. I mean he was a guy that you could run your offense through. He was a guy you could build your team around. At least you would hope that he had that level of talent. That because there were some leadership issues there in Sacramento, but he was a guy you could build your team around. And looking at Boogie, you see, I mean, even his last last time we saw him in New Orleans, he was averaging 25.2 points, 12.9 rebounds, shot 47% from the field and 35% from three, as well as getting 1.6 blocks and 1.6 steals. So we're looking at it, and I mean, he even averaged 5.4 assists the last time we saw him when he was in New Orleans. So now imagine at incorporating a guy like Boogie into the Warriors scheme and Boogie fits exactly what the Warriors like to do just off the strength of Boogie is a perfect big man in terms of how he sets screen his ability to pass the basketball which is probably the best facet of his game in terms of incorporating him into what the Warriors like to do because the Warriors I mean it's no surprise they lead the NBA in assists and well, a lot of the reason is because of just how their offense works. A lot of their offense, does, the ball doesn't stick. They're, they're, the ball moves around a lot. It's moving from each end of the court to, and they, they're just always searching for a great shot or somebody is creating a great shot for another teammate or something along those lines. And when you incorporate a guy like Boogie in there, you're you're able to get a, def, a different dimension in terms of for your offense. So you're able to run your offense out of the post now in which the Warriors don't always have that threat because a lot of guys on that nobody on that team really is a big post-up guy that you can just dump the ball into and watch him work and then he's a viable threat that he commands a double team from that position 
So when you're looking at what Boogie adds, and then let alone talk about the, the screens that Boogie's going to set now. When this team needs to go big, Boogie's easily going to be the mention that they're going to be able to go to because Boogie is able to free up guys because it's such a big frame that he's able he's going to be able to free up guys and make it so much easier for the Warriors in terms of getting shots off and just creating space for these guys because he since he can shoot the three ball too if you had to choose a big man maybe besides it could joel and b or so or anthony davis i'll talk about traditional big man anthony davis to me is kind of a power forward but i guess he does play some center so i guess besides anthony davis and joel and b if you had to choose a big man in, in full health to it with the warriors it would definitely be demarcus cousins because he's just okay and sometimes i think and amidst all of that that gritty stuff that we had in terms of his time in Sacramento and all the things that people kind of lost sight of just how talented of a player he is and just how good he can be on a on a talented basketball team and a team that just has structure and the Warriors have been that team kind of like, like when I say the Patriots I kid you not like players go to these teams and a guy like Nick Young all of a sudden is a player that can end up winning on a being a contributor to a championship on a team like this and a lot of it's because they have a sound infrastructure they have good team leadership which is to any championship like no guy is going to come in there and ruin what they have in terms of chemistry and what they they're not no one person is going to come and do that so when you're looking at this warriors team and you're look you're waiting the addition of boogie cousins and it's something that you kind of build anticipation for because he's going to make his debut this friday and it's going to be exciting to watch he's not he's not conditioned he's not an nba condition he's going to make his debut against the clippers on espn so he's not in nba conditioning so just mind you for that so his minutes are he's going to be on a minutes restriction most most in all likelihood and he's going to be He's not gonna. He's gonna gas out pretty fast because he's not in NBA shape. It takes a. It takes an off season for a lot of guys to get into NBA shape, and for the top tier guys, they that's that's what it takes. It takes a whole off season for them to get in that top peak shape, and then some guys they play themselves into shape as the season goes on. But it's a situation where you have to sit, kind of sit back and look, and then you gotta think about the fact that integrating him there is going to be an adjustment for this team as well like there's going to be a, a time period where the words are going to be getting adjusted to having boogie cousins on this roster and have him be an actual contributor to everything that they want to do because they've gotten so used to how they're running their offense playing with kevon looney and running their offense in that manner instead of having to worry about an actual big man presence in the paint and when we're looking at how they're going to divvy up their shots, I mean, so far, the way that they've divided up the shots amongst each other, uh, it's it's been Steph Curry taking the most shots, 20.2, then Kevin Durant at 19.2, and Klay Thompson at 18.8. And then following them is Draymond at 6.8, then Quinn Cook at 6.4, and so on. But he's not going to be, I guess it's going to be interesting because when we're thinking about how Boogie's going to be featured, he's not going to be a... Uh, how I I don't know how I say it. He's not going to be like the pri- one of the primary cogs of the offense, but I think he'll be a nice option for them to have it, an option to go to when it comes to those situations where they're struggling to hit their shots and they just need a bucket to stop the bleeding kind of thing. And that's when you go, you do go into the post because that's when it's the most easy way to convert a bucket or you get something going to the basket. And with Boogie, sometimes he can actually create 
out of that post if you're feeding boogie in a post because you're like okay our jumper isn't falling a lot of those times in those postseason matchups when you're struggling to create a shot like finding a shot when they need it most but a lot of times when you're having a nba finals at game seven and every you go two minutes without scoring a lot of times a guy like boogie cousins can stop that can stop the bleeding and he can get a bucket in there in the post and create something for you or he he gets double teamed or finds you on a cut or finds you off a back screen for open three or that that creates an opportunity for a guy to get an easier shot than was being created for previously so it's going to be really interesting to see how boogie does get integrated into this team and are we going to see steph's are we going to see steph's numbers go down are we going to see kevin durant clay like are we going to see shots because shots have to go away from somebody and the shots have to like that's what happens it just naturally happens that way the shots get funneled away i mean there was a time period when a lot of times i felt like this team they were managing the shots in a manner where they were keeping the shots very even amongst each other so it was like one time i think steph was taking like 18 shots clay was taking 17 and kevin durant was taking 17 or 16 so they keep the shots between those three like probably about the same area but the rest of the team is like where do we get those shots for Boogie at now? So it's going to be interesting to see and then just how much they're going to really use him and feature him in the offense. So I am excited to see that. But guys, I'm going to be taking my first break. It's KVR Sports, the best sports podcast of your 24-hour day. And I appreciate you guys rocking with me. But yeah, let's take our first break of the day and we'll be right back. All right, guys. So wanted just to jump into Fanatics, talking about one of the best sports brands, if not the best sports brand in sports apparel and memorabilia. Obviously, when it comes to Fanatics, they do always have a, rep- a great reputation in regards to their products. And I mean, I personally wear Fanatics gear. I get gifts for people with Fanatics items. I mean, the clothing that they are able to wear, I don't think I've had a person yet that's gotten something with me through Fanatics and been like, I'm unpleased with what I get, what I've gotten. I mean, my nephew, he's rocking Fanatics gear. The kid's nine months old and he looks great in some Fanatics gear. I feel like he could be a poster child for the company, honestly, because Fanatics just holds it down so well with all their products. So guys, make sure when you're looking to get some Fanatics items, you want to get the Fanatics items at the best is, and you want to make sure you're getting the best quality products, of course. So if when you, whenever you're going in, make sure you're utilizing the ability to get lower prices by giving a call to 954-507-6928. That way you can maximize the bang for your buck whenever you're getting new Fanatics items. All right, guys. So coming out of the break, definitely, I mean, talking more NBA and just everything that was going on in the NBA action. I mean, I see from watching the NBA games that happen and in regards to particularly like when it comes to the Celtics this year, I think a lot of people analyzing the Celtics and watching the Celtics, they felt like the Celtics have been more so of a disappointment than what we were expecting. I think that sometimes it's like we're before the season, everybody was anticipating the Celtics to be this team where it was like, oh, yeah, they're just so much better than the pack. They're just so head and shoulders above everybody else that the talent, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. So without a doubt, they should get back there again, right? There should be no problem getting back there again. All you got to do is insert Kyrie Irving, insert Gordon Hayward, and boom, you have the most talented team in their Eastern Conference. And you're just you're going to walk into the NBA Finals, essentially, having home court, having the best record, all that. 
not exactly how it goes all the time. I mean, I spent the last segment talking about how the Warriors are going to have to change up their offense some and working on incorporating Boogie Cousins. Now, imagine for the Celtics where you have all these young players who all make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, and then now their minutes are going to be scaled back. Those guys go from playing 30-plus minutes to now only playing, what, 28 27 minutes a game because those minutes are getting taken away from them because they have to go to another guy like a Gordon Hayward or a guy like Kyrie Irving or you're just on the bench because those minutes are getting funneled to somewhere else so now when you're at the Celtics and you're looking at the issues you've had and you see that the losses are coming at a at sometimes at a rate that it is concerning. Sometimes you're wondering, okay, when is this team going to figure it out? You see Brad Stevens is trying all these different lineups with Gordon Hayward in the starting lineup. I mean, that was the lineup. I think that was, I call that the 2K lineup. <laughs> it's literally the 2K lineup where people have Kyrie, you have Jalen Brown, you have Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, and then you have Al Horford in there at center. And that is, I definitely refer to that as the 2K lineup because it's a lineup that anybody in 2K would run. I mean, you, the rating of Gordon Hayward for one of 2K is probably going to be higher. So you get a chance to really utilize him as he was in some aspects, but it's a lineup that spaces out the court and every single person on there can shoot the three ball and is a threat to create for themselves off the dribble or create for somebody else. Now, you've seen some kind of regression in a lot of their talent and a lot of their guys like Gordon Hayward and a guy like Jason Tatum. They've taken a few steps back. Sorry about that, guys. But (laughs) you you see they've taken a few steps back and it's kind of been surprising in regards to like Jalen Brown, his playmaking, creating ability. You've seen that it's like he's hit a wall a bit like he's not as he's not progressing as fast as you like and so when we're looking at the Celtics you sit there and think that after making that kind of run and being that good of a team that they they do expect to be back at the Eastern Conference Finals that's the expectation that's what people expect of them and it's tough to kind of let I mean even someone like myself I mean young people in general you want to have the world you want to accomplish everything by like the age of 28 and it's just not realistic if it's it's good because you are driven and you're goal driven but sometimes experience is the best teacher in a lot of cases and not to say people haven't done it where they're successful have won by the age of 28 or something like that but it's just a very very difficult thing and a lot of people that have been there when they're trying to let you know like hey you gotta it's not all gonna come all at once you have to work through the process those people kind of take it as man you're just like hampering my shine you're not trying to let me maximize my ability and my talent that work i put in and sometimes it's not that i mean sometimes it's just that these guys know what's best or they've been there before and Kyrie irving has had his issues with the young Celtics, and he's made it known. I mean, he's made it public, especially after Orlando loss that they had earlier in the week. He voiced his frustration with the young team, his young teammates. And then, funny enough, after the win against the Raptors, Kyrie, I mean, Kyrie balled out. I mean, 27 points, 18 assists. It was a career high in assists for him. I mean, the guy was on another level. But in regards to what he was saying about his teammates, I mean, like I have the sound clip here for you guys to tune into. Check it out. Let me let me let you guys hear it so you guys can get exactly what Kyrie said 
in regards to how he had after the, the win after the loss against Orlando he had to literally call LeBron James to apologize just because he didn't know how hard it was to assume that role and be the older guy letting the young guys know like hey it's not all gonna come at once you can't have the world at your hands right away like there's a process to this so tune let me let me let, let me let you guys listen to Kyrie talking about that here we go I'll tell you one thing and obviously this is something that um it was a big deal for me because I had to uh call Bron you know and tell him like you know I apologize for <laughs> being that young player that wanted to everything at his you know, at his fingertips, and I wanted everything to uh, be at, you know, my threshold. I wanted to be the guy that led us to championship. I wanted to be the leader. I wanted to be all that, and, you know, the responsibility of being the best player in the world and leading a team is something that's not meant for many people, and Brown was one of those guys that came to Cleveland and tried to really show us, show us what it's like to win a championship. And it was- yeah, so, I mean, you, kind of, you hear him talking about it there, and definitely it's, to me, the way I took it, I know some people are taking it differently, but the way I've taken it was that I, I give Kyrie his kudos for acknowledging just that he, because somebody said it's one of those things like you're giving self-praise on yourself or you're trying to self-aggrandize for yourself. That's what some, some people have noted to me in regards to how they've seen it. And I, I didn't take it that way. I took it more so as Kyrie's at a point where he wanted to take on this leadership role because he wanted to know what he was capable of and he felt like playing beside LeBron James he didn't know what he was capable of one as a leader and player of himself to lead a team because LeBron was always going to be that guy he was always going to be in LeBron's shadow and so on he didn't know what exactly he was capable of and now when he's in a position to it he's realizing hey this is this is hard man this is difficult like I didn't realize how you have to be not only as like as a leader of a team you have to be like a step by learn a one like learn by example kind of guy or lead by example more so you have to be that kind of guy but also you have to kind of be the coach extension of the coach and you have to if you're the one guy that's had that experience in the playoffs and you're the one guy who has been to an NBA Finals on countless occasions you're really the only one that can speak to just how hard it is to get there and to maintain that level of consistency on a regular basis and just to even have to relay that kind of like when you've been through it all it's kind of like when you're starting to grow and get older and you age and you realize when you first have when you have I mean not even before you have a kid but you just start to realize when you're getting older just how much your parents gave up while they were raising you you realize the sacrifices they made which makes you more appreciative of them of them but then you also when you have your first kid and you realize just how tough it is to raise a child and your parents seem to be your main lifeline you go to them about everything every question and any kind of sickness that the kid might have any problem or anything like that you're always 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 calling your parents to try and figure out about what is going on and you just don't realize how much they put in and how hard it was and all the little things they were trying to teach you here and there you, you while you were hating them for it in the moment come to find out they were right in the grand scheme of things so it's one of those things that as a player Kyrie Irving it's now he's kind of done his full circle thing where he's realizing man I was so difficult for LeBron to deal with and he's at a point in maturity where he can acknowledge now like man like I really appreciate all you try to do for me and us as 
the Cleveland Cavaliers as an organization because we didn't know what it took to win. We didn't know the level of devotion, commitment it takes to really be a championship caliber team. Like We didn't know that. And so now you're seeing that he's dealing with, the, with this young team where everybody's saying that they're the most talented team, they have the most depth, that they have this and that, they should be this, this good or that. And it's not working out just how everybody thought it would. So while we're watching this team and we're seeing the difficulties that they do have, it is going to be interesting to see how things play out for them as we're going to get into the halfway point of the season. And especially with the all-star break coming up, just how this team could possibly turn a switch and maybe make a run at a higher seed in the Eastern Conference. Right now, they're in fifth in the fifth spot. And so it will be really interesting. We have to keep our eyes on that team because if they can figure it out, just figure out a rotation that works. Because Gordon Hayward is not going to be the Gordon Hayward from Utah for maybe a year or two years because that injury was so gruesome. Like even Paul George, guys. I mean, Paul George came back and looked and look good but he this is the first season that we've seen the Paul George that we were like okay that's gonna be this guy in the Eastern Conference Finals when he went up against LeBron James in the heat that this is the first time we've seen that Paul George and I'm in forever and so now or Eastern Conference semifinals but now we're gonna have to see how this team develops and all that stuff because the shot selection from this team when i watch the celtics sometimes it's so garbage just the shot some guys take and i'm like why did you even why, why did your team work so hard that was not the team the shot they worked so hard to create like why did you take that shot so i'm gonna be really interested in monitoring this team and kind of following them a lot of the way until we reach that postseason stretch because sometimes I guess when you do get to that Eastern Conference Finals or whatever you can kind of feel like the regular season is a fog but it's like they're too young to feel that way and maybe that's some of what Kyrie is and trying to disseminate to the team like hey guys like we have to commit to wanting to play the right way because we have to do it now and get used in a flow of playing how we're supposed to play in the playoffs because there's no there's no time to figure it out in the postseason. You can't figure it out then. Right now, we might win off of Meek doing this, that, or controlling the game and doing this. And, and that might be what it takes. But at the, in the postseason, we're going to have to all have it figured out and be all able to contribute. So it's going to be interesting to see how this team definitely responds as the season wanes. But all right, guys, it's going to wrap it up for the KBR Sports Podcast. I might put up a podcast tomorrow just in regards to some NFL playoff picks and the matchups and everything like that just going over those and just keep an eye off on the kbr sports twitter page where i'll give you updates on that and also make sure you guys go and follow my twitter page at abin brendan where i'm always just talking about different sports stuff so you'll definitely believe i'm going to be talking about the afc and nfc championship on there as well as bookies debut i will be covering that watching that game and everything like that so make sure you follow me on that platform and also make sure you follow and subscribe to the kbr sports podcast on Ravel tv spreaker soundcloud youtube and itunes so that way you won't miss a beat on any of those different platforms especially when youtube i post videos on there sometimes so you'll be able to catch it up on there so make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe as well as make sure guys comment like and share the kbr sports podcast your support is always appreciated y'all and you have no idea just whenever you guys do comment whenever you do leave feedback it always does mean a lot to me because then i know hey you guys are engaged and i do like to get your opinions on all these different matters so until next time guys i'm out (laughs) 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.